en terug amper na, bou op, piekie op die woord, weer, en ons het twee weke teruggepraat oor die woord, want ons kan nie wegkom van dit nie. Ek en Karine het die voorrecht gehad, om hierdie week wat voorbij is, drie dagen in Pretoria, met de top theoloog, moet nie skrik as jy theoloog hoor nie, van, van Amerika, conservatief hou, baie conservatief, maar hy het, hy het seker 48 boeken geskryf, waarvan half is commentare, en hulle bring hom uit om te kom lecture, hy oor die hele wereld, bedien hierdie oom, en is eindelijk interessant, as jy alles luister wat hy sê, kom het weer terug, na the centrality of Christ and Christ alone, is the only thing that will make sense as a Christian, en hierdie oom het gesê, jy kan alles bypak en byvoeg wat jy wil, dit gaan nie vir jou leven gee, behalwe Christus, bring jy leven, en hy het nogal baie streng daar gepraat, Toe sê, jy kan maar al die nice goeikies sideshows sit by, het gaan jou nie leven gee nie. Dat is net een persoon wat leven gee. Dis Jesus Christus, die levende God. Die ander goed, bring nie leven nie. En dit was vir my nogal een baie special. Um, so kom ons bid saam. Jemelse Vader, dankie vir verochend. En die voorrecht om woord te kan deel. En my gebed is, Heere, dat ons sal kan Hoor wat sê jy, dier die heilige geest verochend, en soos ons stadig begin rechtmaak vir die nieuwe kwartaal, dat die ook ons harte voorberei. En mag jy verheerlik wees in hierdie gebouw, mag ons jy eer in hierdie gebouw, mag daar respect wees vir die heilige God, ons God, verochend. We love you Lord, we want to serve you, we want to honor you, and we pray that your word will go forth and accomplish what it's sent forth to do. All to your glory, Lord Jesus. And I thank you in your precious name. Amen and amen. Ek wil bykie vanochtend net praat van groei in Christus. Ons kan maar praat oor seisoene wat reg is. Maar as ons praat van die woord groei, growth, denk ek is een bekende term vir elkeen van julle. Growth, is quite a well-known word for us. Just can you put the picture up quickly? The first picture. Wie van jylle het so iets by jylle huis? Steek net jylle hand op, moet nie skaam wees nie. Allemaal wat gedoen nie met jylle kinders. Jylle het potlookies getrek. Kyk vir mykaar. Nou ek en Karin, vir een of ander rede het dit nie gedoen nie. Maar baie keer, het jy, het ons, by wat sy deur, O, genadig, ek is in trouwel. Kan, kan ek by iemand keier na? <laughs> maar weet jy, baie van die ouders, jylle, jylle monitor, of kyk na die groei van jylle kinders. En is eindelijk exciting, ek weet nie, sê vir my goud, nou die hoe gereeld maak jy streepies. Net wanneer jylle sê het, of... Oké, okay. jylle ander, hoe gereeld maak jylle streepies daar by die... Elke week, dit is nogal een tol order, nee maar jy geek te sê, jy kan een steroids of iets, as jy hulle groei ek in week sien, hulle wil langer as hulle paan maar wees, hoe lang, Vonnie, hoe lang het jy hulle, elke jaar, alright, ander mense, elke, twee keer een jaar, elke ses maanden, alright, en dan sien jy die, die merke op die, op die deurkoesijn, dan, dan klim my moos so, En dan sê mama en papa, daai december of daai juli of wanneer ook al, dan sê hulle, yes, my kind, 
Dit is so amazing. Kijk waar jy was een jaar terug. Jy was hier. Nou is jy hier. Jy is bezig om te groei. Nou wat denk jy, doen die Heere met ons? Ons word gered, ons is babaikies, weergebore, en nou begin die groeiproces, en ek denk die Vader, Heilige Gees, en Jesus, is verseker in hulle harte opgewonde, oor hulle kinders se groei. Die opgewondenheid van groei, kom, wat jy het as ouwer, kom eindelijk uit vaders hart. Growth is beautiful. We talk about physical growth, but you have emotional growth, and the most important is you have spiritual growth. En daarom wil ek gesels bykie vandag, om net voor ons ingaan in die nieuwe kwartaal. Die vraag wat ek jou wil vraag, en myself vraag, is in die laaste, kom en sê, 6 maanden, of die laaste jaar, ongeag of jy oom Louise ouderdom is, my ouderdom, of een jonger paarkie, wil ek jou vraag, het jou merkie, op die deurkoesijn, het hy verander? Ek wil dit net los by jou, het die merkie verander, op die deurkoesijn, van jou leven? Did the mark shift? Can we say that, through the last year or six months, and I'm talking to myself, was there growth? Because God's desire is we'll move as a body, but you can take it personally. It's what ek interessant geleer het, en dis nie hierdie nie, maar wat ek baie interessant geleer het, is, is verskrikkelijk min is geskryf vir jou die individueel in die woord, dier hierdie slim oom. Dis vir ons wat moet groei, ons moet matuur, ons moet die gelig laat skyn. Dis nie een individualistische evangelie, nie geskryf vir individuals, but for a group of Christians. Time for growth, group. Time for maturity, group. Time to be one man in Christ, group. Maak het sin. Ja, and a group can only be individual, but it was never written for the individual. It's always written in the context. I'm talking about accuracy now. It's written in the context of a group of people. Maar die vraag is, as ek terugkom na jou toe volgend, het jy gegroei die laaste 6 maanden of jaar? Of as jy weer gaan staan het daar, nou is nie veel vir my, as ek hier is nou, na 6 maanden is die merkie daar, Na een jaar is die merkie daar. This dangerous. Because we are transformed to the image of Christ, we're growing from glory to glory, we need to continue growing individually and as a congregation, not numerically. We on spits altijd groei op nommers, getallen, en dis fine, dit kan een teken wees. Maar die vraag is, in die hemel, uit die troonkamer van God, as God op ons, of ons op my, op, of ons kyk, sou die Heere gesê het, soos wat jy vir jou kinders sê, jy, het gegroeid die laaste jaar, my maat, jy eer die rechte kos, en van die daas jy voorbij pa, maar ons gaan nooit voorbij pa in die hemel kom nie. Maar, of, 
Bly die merkie diezelfde. Of tragedies het die merkie verlaag. That's, that's sad. Because God's purpose with the church, us, the church, ek praat diep na, God's purpose with the church is that the church can reach a place of maturity and be a very powerful example, life, testimony for Jesus Christ in the dark, lost world. He wants the church to mature. You can't mature with no growth. But dan vraag ons die vraag bykie van, en ons gaan nie te diep daarin vandag, want ons gaan nog afsluit met twee liekies. Maar die vraag is, wat is groei? Waarmee meet God jou groei? Kan ek het weer sê? Waarmee, vergeet van Ellen, vergeet van hoe ek na jou kyk, of jy na mekaar kyk, waarmee meet God die Vader sy kinders sy groei? How does God measure growth with his children? How will, what will happen that God will say, Jo, jy het een versie geken, nou ken jy tien versies. Hy lig jou merk. Is dit groei? Of is dit net toenemend kennis? Jy het baie arme mense gehelp, jy het gegroei in die Heere, jy het volwassen geraak, want jy het nou kost gegeef vir die armes. Is een interessante vraag. How does God measure your growth to maturity? And we can find that out of the Bible. And we can only measure with what the Bible says, not with what makes me happy. We talk about growing to maturity. So don't grow to a place and then go down again. Rather continue. And it's not the speed you grow with. It's are you growing? Are you continuing maturing? Waarmee meet Jesus en Vader? Waarmee meet hulle hierdie wat ons noem groei? Jy sien, en ek sê dit met liefde en respect. Ek kan baie goeie mense vir jou wees, wat glad nie slechte goed doen nie, maar hulle ken nie eers die Heere nie. So ek weet nie of daar merk vir dit gaan wees nie. Ja, daar moet vrug wees op jou bekering, ek stem saam. Daar moet vrug wees. Maar waarmee meet God ons? Is daar tekens in die woord om te wees, jy is bezig om te groei? As ek sê, jy, ons, is <laughs> baie challenging. En so kom ons spring weg. En dink aan jou kinders, elke zes maanden, elke jaar, elke week. Vir hulle wat goeie kost geef vir hulle kinders. Kom ons kyk wat sê die woord in Philippense 3 vers 8. En ons gaan praat uit die Amplified. Ons gaan na begin, ons gaan net iets losmaak volgend. Philippians 3 vers 8 in die Amplified. As jy bybel het, saam met jou, jy kan hom asjeblief oopmaak. (coughs) 
Wat is groei in Godse oog? He starts off Paul, and he's writing to a church. Now, he's encouraging the church. Dis asof, nie, ek nie voorstaan nie, as die herder of leier of wat ook al. Maar Paulus skryf nou een brief vir ons. Kom ons vat Philippense uit en sit kroons dat selgemeente, of waar ook al jy aanbid, lichaam van Christus. Hy leer ons nou, Paulus begin praat en hy sês, But more than that, I count everything as loss. Do you see everything as a loss yet in your life? He says, I count everything as loss. Remember this is amplified. I count everything as loss compared to the priceless privilege. Priceless. Je kan nie prijs, hoor my mooi, je kan nie prijs opzet op die voorreg om Christus te ken. As die penny nie gedrop in jou hart, moet ek en jy begin vraag, Heere, wees my hierdie waarheid. As lost, I count everything as lost compared to the priceless privilege and supreme advantage of knowing Christ my Lord. What is the privilege and advantage? And then he breaks it open. That I can know Christ, my Lord. Know him. Not know about him. Niet dat ek van hom sal weet nie. Maar dat ek hom sal ken. Jy kan hom ken, want jy is in sy beeld geskapen. En jy gaan hom ken in geloof. Maar hy sê hier een interessante ding. Hy sê, Compared to the priceless privilege and supreme advantage of knowing Christ my Lord, brackets, and of growing more deeply and thoroughly acquainted with Him. Stop there. Growing deeper in Him and becoming acquainted with what? A teaching, some place? No, acquainted with Him. Mark it sin. Thoroughly acquainted with him. A joy unequaled. That's a vreugde. Want ek het die inzicht gekry, sê Paulus, van die voorrecht en die voordeel om hom te ken. En dit is a vreugde. Boe alle ander vreugdes in my leven. Waar staan ek en jy met die merkie met die in? Ek staan saam jylle. Waar staan hy merkie van my vreugde en my joy om om te ken? Dat ek in my hart en my gees beskou alles onder en minder. Maar die ding in my leven, hy het niks gepraat van, slim is ek, wat ze goeikies ek doen, hy het net gesê, die voordeel en die voorrecht om om te ken, is awesome. En hy maak dit so eenvoudig, dat de kind kan begin met hom ken en groei. Een babekie kan die ma ken. Die babekie ken die ma, maar sy weet eindelijk niks van die ma nie. Sy krijg, jylle ma's wat babekies gehad het, babekie ken die ma, 
maar intellectueel en die goed weet, die baba niks eindelijk van die maar weet precies wie is die ma, die warmte, die liefde, die het, ek weet wie is die ma, en die voorrecht, maar vraag die kind, die baba, wat ma geleer, wat ma getrui, die baba weet niks van die goed. En ons, ons meet volwassenheid constant aan slim goeikies uitreil, woorkies, maak mekaar sleg, sê mekaar sleg, en dan wil ek my merkie daar trek, en God sê, ah, ah, maak jou merkie bykie laar. Want my merkie begin, wanneer jy begin groei, in die kennis van ek, die Heere Jesus Christus. He says, for his sake, for Christ's sake, I have lost everything, I consider it garbage, that I can just gain Christ. Hy het nou net gesê, mos, <coughs> dat hy die Heere ken, Nou sê hy, wants to gain Christ. Ja, ek hou daarvan, jy kan maar sê, de stand en wandel. Hy is wonderlik, hy is perfect, hy het die volheid van Christus, maar nou begin hy die persoon Christus ontdek. En wat het beteken om met hom te leef, in hom, en dier hom, en met hom, om in te trek in my hevelik, my finansies, om te trek in my besluite, want hy is my leven. Ek beskou alles as drek, as hy nie betrokken is, as die center. As hy nie die ene is waarvan ek lief het, dan sê ek bezig om het te mis. Dan gaan my merkie die self te bly. And that's a tragedy. But God says, I want you to lift that. I want to lift that mark. But I only do it my way. Ek kom iets achter, dees daar, oorhal in die lichaam van Christus. Twee strome, Die ene is ouwens wat titels en ambten najaag en roem dat hulle dokter so en so is en theologie, profeet dit en apostel dit en is baie diep. En dan krijg ek ander mense wat die roeping eenvoudig uitleef. En as die man nie sy mond oopmaak, sal jy nie eens weet die man het die kennis of die wandel nie. Maar as hy eerst begin met jou interact, dan sien jy, waarmee is ons nou bezig? And that's what God wants to raise. A group of people, leader or no leader, that's first priorities that they love Jesus with their whole heart. That they want to know him more and more. And don't walk around boasting about things that they anyway haven't experienced. Verskoon die af en toe hoes. Today we're going to speak about growing and maturing in Christ. The Bible speaks a lot about these two. I'm going to just start with four signs. Just four, with that, that, that's just as a, a little bit, bit of food. Four signs. And you can plot yourself. There's many. There's a hundred signs. These aren't the four signs. It's just what I've put down. Let fear vier maat bande wat jy kan jou mee meet, om te kyk of jy mature of nie. Die eerste een, en voor jy die skrif opse, die eerste een wat ek wil sê, is dat, jy kan het meet, dis nou van jongs af, maar jy moet asjeblief, wees eerlik met jouself. Die eerste een is, a Christian cannot switch on en of, on en of, on en of. A Christian 
isn't the Christian today? And tomorrow there's a big party. And dan haak ek uit weer soos die duivel. En dan woensdag is ek weer in die selgroep. Dan is ek weer aan die brand. Dit is eenvoudige teken. Dat jy onvolwasse is. En jy is nog bezig om jou groei te halter. En dit is nie condemnation nie. You can't. You on and you off. You on and you off. No matter your pressure, the temptations. When you're in Christ, you're a new creature. And this isn't the four, please. Not at all. Go and look up. Find others. Because the Bible says to test to see if you are still in Christ. If word said it, test and look if you are still in Christ. But go with me to James 4 verse 4. We're going to go through a few verses. Jacobus 4 verse 4. In the Hormans it says adulteresses. Don't you know Remember, I'm saying you can measure growth. Are you busy growing? It says adulteresses. <coughs> Don't you know that friendship with the world is hostility towards God? In Afrikaans it says, Friendskap met die wereld is vijandig teen God. He says, Don't you know that friendship with the world is hostility towards God? So whoever wants to be the world's friend becomes God's enemy. Interesting. This is a New Testament book. Written for believers. Now I'm not condemning you. If you say, oh yeah, pastor, ek het hierdie nie geweet, ek moet klaarmaak met die wereld, dan het ek met hierdie vers die doel bereik. Jy moet klaarmaak met die plezier van die wereld, want die twee vloe nie saam nie. I can't be a friend of the world and a friend of God. Bottom line, in just general context, the, your mark will never increase. You're not going to grow. The longer you hold on to the world to be accepted by the world, and you're responding with the world, you even eat the examples of the world to make you feel better. Your growth won't take place. It can't. You say, but Jesus was a friend of the world. Yes, but you know in your spirit what context that was. Jesus was tussen die sondags en die prostitiete en allemaal, maar hy was nie een vriend van die wereld nie. Hy was daar met het doel om uit te reik en mense aan te raak. Die tollenaars, die sondags. Die kerkse doel is nooit om so te onttrek uit die wereld, dat die wereld nie eens weet, jy is kind van God. Jylle manne sal hierdie nou geniet, net deel van hierdie drie dae, het iemand een vraag gevra, en is interessant, vir hierdie oom, en hulle vraag hierdie oom, en is allemaal klomp ons, vir klomp denominatie saam was daar, dit was nie een netwerk ding nie, en hulle vraag my vraag, en sê, volgens die skrif, volgens die skrif, hoe werk evangelisatie? Toe sê hy, ek wil net begin om te sê, Die plek waar evangelisatie sy eerste drijfkracht nie moet gebeur is, nie op, het moet nie op een zondag gebeur nie. Want zondag by mekaar kom van gelovig is, is nie vir evangelisatie nie. Hy sê, evangelisatie vind plaas by die mense, sy werk, by hulle huise, waar hulle interact met die wereld. That's number one evangelism. The world gets equipped, they go out, 
and they testify about the living Christ in them at their workplace. You can start by praying for people or having a prayer meeting or going through stuff and reading with people. But very interesting. And I get this all jaren gevoel in my heart. It's interesting, nee? The world doesn't get witnessed to because we just keep everything in four walls. So we say, well, as you need a pal noise Sunday, dan gaan we ongered sies gaan in die wereld in en wees een getuinis vir jou vriend. Maak het sin. So, there's no switch my friends. You are switched on for life. Make peace with it. Fall in love with Jesus. Fall in love with his word. And make peace that God's called you to be a testimony in the workplace. You're not a devil in the workplace and a Christian on a Sunday. You're a Christian right through. Because he lives in you. The second part, a sign of maturing or increasing in the Lord is going to be, this is a very beautiful scripture. Hoor mooi? Die tweede een wat, is maar net wat ek neergeskryf het, is dat ongeacht jou gaves, jou besittings, ongeacht jou reikdom, is jy bezig om te weerkaats meer en meer, dat jy afhankelijk is van God. Dit is een teken die merk jy lig. Jy het alles wat gaan vir jou, jou bankbalans is ok, jy is gezond, jou marriage is nice, en jou werk doen goed, alles werk, maar nog steeds uit jou mond, kom daar getuienis wat sê, ek is heeltemaal afwankelijk van God. God is my bron. God gee my my deurbrake. God gee my wijsheid en inzicht vir die leven. Can put the scripture on. John 15 verse 5, ek gaan vinnig hier deur. I am the vine, you are the branches. The one who remains in me, and I in him produces much fruit, because you can do nothing without me. Dis die mooiste getuinis, wat iemand begin praat, en sê, weet jy wat, die seninge van die Heere is oor my, maar ek moet jou sê, dat sonder hom, kan ek niks doen nie. Sonder hom, kan ek nie bestaan nie. Ek, is deel van die wingerdstok. Of die wingerd, hoe maak dit in Afrika? I am part of the vine. I'm planted. And I can only produce fruit because I'm in. Not because I'm clever. Not because I've done something right. I'm experiencing this life because I'm in the vine. And out of your mouth, you know on and off switch, but out of your mouth will always come a true testimony that you are dependent on God, and you know it. Because as quick as it comes, as quick it can dry up, my friend. Believe me. As quick as it comes, just as quick as it can dry. So what's the second one? You constantly aware your life Shows 
Your life shows, not my blessings. My life shows my dependence. The blessings are wonderful. Praise God. We had a lovely bed last night. and We've slept safe. But I'm dependent on God for that. Amen. <coughs> so if you're a Christian and you're in Christ, how will I know if you're growing? There's no more on and off switches. There's only one switch. Second one, I am increasing, showing my dependence on God. Not on any slim goeders that I know. Baie subtiel. Die derde een van het teken van groei. En hier is een baie belangrike een. Matthies 22 vers 37 tot 40. Nou kom het bykie private, nie? But dis deel van die lichaamse refleksie. Matthew 22, 37 to 40. The Hormans, he said to him, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind. This is the greatest commandment and the most important commandment. The second is like it. It's interesting Jesus said the second is like it. The second one is like it. Can you say it may say, it is like it. In fact, it's as important. It says, the second commandment is love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets depend on these two commandments. My brother, the mark from heaven will increase when you love the Lord your God and you start loving your neighbor as yourself. You cannot love God and not your neighbor. It doesn't work. You cannot love God and not love people. You will think you're growing. All you're doing is learning a few things. You cannot love God and not love your neighbor. Because when you don't love the neighbor, it shows you're not allowing the Holy Spirit to work in you, the work God wants to do in you. If God's working in you, he'll give you a love for the one next to you. Why? Why is this love important? Because the love between each other, hier is baie belangrik, onthou ek het gepraat van die context van ons, is nie ek, is ons. Die wereld sal nie gloe, Christus is wie hy is, as ons nie mekaar vierig lief het nie. Voelstap, die wereld gaan nie gloe in Christus, omdat jy bybel lees en bid, my broer. Ek kan jou paar ander godsdienste wees, wat baie meer hulle boeken en goed leer, en mediteer en bid, as wat ons doen. There's one thing with Christians, is that there's a love for one another. A love that's not worked for, not earned. It's a God-by love that flows from my heart to my brother, and I've received nothing from him. He didn't give me anything, but I love him with my whole heart, and I love God, and the world will see Jesus is alive. Dis een van die punte, wat die lichaam van Christus onvolwasse hou. Dis een van die punte, wat aanhoudend die lichaam wereldwijd onvolwasse hou, as een teken vir die wereld. Ons kan nice goed doen, but if I don't love you, the mark doesn't lift. 
Nou, dan want u today start loving people, en dan dier het leerstelling begin die merk weer afgaan. Nou, nou, kom maar men. The Bible says we not those who shrink back. Ja, pastoor, ek het een paar mense lief gehad, en dit het my gebuid. Ach, sies toch, die liefde kom uit Christus in jou man. Dit was ons nie een selfsichtige liefde nie. Maak het sin. Die liefde het Jesus Christus nie gebuid, het om kruis gestuur. He poured his blood out for us, because he loved us. Amen. I'm just going to read another scripture. I'm not gonna, it's not going to be on the board. But I just love the scripture. I'll give it to you. John 13 verse 35. He says, By this all people will know you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. Agape. If you have love for one another then the world will start to know you're a follower of Jesus. Then that mark will start to lift because you're growing. Because a baby is selfish. When you grow, your selfishness changes. Kan ek het weer sê? A baba is selfsichtig. Wanneer jy groei, groei jy uit. As christen, groei jy uit jou selfsichtigheid uit. Maak het sin. Jy groei uit jou selfsichtigheid in. Dit neem nie toe nie. If you're maturing in Christ, you grow out of your selfishness. You don't increase in it. The more you know Christ, the more me, I, my things will start to matter less. As long as he's glorified and I'm loving my neighbor. Because I want him to see. Amen. Yellow, okay? It's not vroeg. Ek het een paar weke teruggesê, as jy sê, ja maar wie is my neighbor? Toe sê ek, ok, wie is jou enemy? Have you got enemies? Love them with the same love as what you got to love your neighbor. Same word. Same word. Says love your enemies. So if I'm, if you say, Alan, I can't love you because you're not my neighbor. You don't have to. If I'm not your neighbor, then you see me as an enemy. You still better love me. Unselfishly, you got to love me. Because that's what the word says. That's what the heart of God says. It's not what I say. Amen. We're going to grow in Christ. We're going to grow in Christ. Advertentie breek. Kan ek advertentie breek hier? Maak so. Ek is so trots op Lee. Wie van julle onthou Lee? Hy was op pad na die worship um, konferentie toe. En hy het stop by my. En hy, hy kom uit, hy klim uit met een boek en hy sê, I want to give you a book. En hier, ek, ek moet net met jou praat na die dienst al. En ek, en ek, en ek gee my, hy gee my een boek, en hy skryf een brief in die boek. Die hele 
bikersnetwerk in Zuid-Afrika het boeken bij hom bestel vir hulle gemeente, called Discipleship Training School. And it starts with born again, first term, all the basics. Second kwartaal, starting to reach out. Third, growing in Christ and your calling. And he's, he designed a, a manual, a book called Discipleship Training School, with every verse written, with everything. And it is so, people are looking so for that book, that, that churches are doing it. People who've been saved many years have done the next year again with that, because they're saying this is equipping us. It's giving us a tool. And you know what he says? Sitting in my lounge, he says, thanks, Uncle Alan, for you and Kronstadt. You won't know what was built into me. You see, friends, it's about giving. It's not about receiving. It's about giving what you've received. Give for free. Love your neighbor. And I know that I've got a share in that. We had a big laugh. Him and Karine were saying, Hoeveel mens het al gesê, Alan, jy moet iets skryf. En ek sê nie, ek het iets geskryf. Daar sê. Spot sommer. So ek wou dit net sê, dit is baie opgewonde. Ons visie is equip and releasing of leaders. Equip and releasing of leaders. So much is drawn from what was was lived here. I'm going to explain a few things that will make more sense later. There's a reason why I'm saying that. When you spend time with people, yeah, Lee did our Bible school. He did our full Bible school, got his diploma. But what are you teaching people when you're with them? Wat leer jy vir mense wanneer jy met mense is? Leer jy iets wat kan hou? Waar mense iets kan bou hulle leven op? Waar jy de lesse? Wat jy volwassen geword het in, dat jy dit oordra. Maak het sin. And so, a sign of maturing is real love. The next one. There's going to be a deeper connection between you in the body. Not just love, a deeper body connection. Can you go to Ephesians? Ephesians 4 verse 15 and 16. Here is bykie soos a Bible study vandag. Is dit reg? Ek wil nie net sê, oh, Jesus het jou lief, gaan jou huis toe en alles is ok. Ons moet bykie ploeg met die woord betek hier. Woord, woord vir andere mens. Ephesians 4 15 and 16, it says... Remember, we spoke about love. But speaking the truth in love, let us grow. Weer terug by groei. Let us grow in every way. Where? Into Him. Let us grow into Him. The modern day church has become a place as long as it feels good, if we've got good music and a good atmosphere, then we're doing well as a church. No ways. That's no indication that we'll lift that little mark. Are we growing in every way into him who is the head? Christ. From him, the whole body fitted and knit together by every supporting ligament, promotes the growth of the body. Now we're going to go a bit deeper. 
Now we're going to go a bit deeper. That's why I shared that thing with Lee in his book. You say, Pastor, are you taking your glory now for that book? Not at all. I'm saying the fact that I was connected with him as a ligament. Somewhere I gave something that added to the growth. That's how the body works. My name's not on the book, nothing. But there's something that I deposited that's part of the body growing. Mark it sin. Kijk mooi wat sê hy. From him, from the head. So it's not you, it's the head, Christ. From him, the whole body fitted and knit together. Yes, Karine and I fitted, knit together by every supporting ligament. What does that do when I'm knit together with you? I want you to see this, guys. That's why I cry when people beskinner each other. Wanneer mense ander christene afbreek. Wanneer jy afpraat asof jy beter is. Sies. Dis a skande. Ek is knitted together with you. We have one head who gives the life. And maybe I'm going to receive from you books. God, Christ, has given you something. And if I'm not knit together with you in ligament, I can't receive what God wants to give me and grow. Everything that you've got adds value to your life and indirectly will add value to your brother. That's why I need to love you. Because when I love you, I don't mind being connected. When I'm connected and God speaks or does something beautiful through me or through you, it can flow into me, flow into you. And then the body grows and becomes mature at the same time showing the world that Jesus is alive. Maar as ek sê nie, is net Jesus en ek. Halleluja. Ek het nie mense nodig nie. Is net ek en Christus. Christus is in my en dis ok. Dis genoeg, dit is nie. Christus in my en jou redding is totaal genoeg. Maar Christus het een lichaam en sy plan met die lichaam is dat jy connect sal wees dat hy Christus in jou en die Christus in my dat ons so connect kan wees dat ons sal groei en die wereld sal sien. Hy is vordering. Maak het sin. Moe nie te vannacht disconnect. Vijandse ou story. Jy neem aanstoot, nou disconnect jy. Rarig. Rarig. Is jy gevang met die een? My pastoor het my nie gegroet in die dorp. So ek weir om verder selgroepie toe te gaan. Rarig. Is that your depth of maturity? Don't you know you connected in the body to each other and to Christ? And because of that, growth can come. You don't disconnect. That's as bad as putting the light on and off. You can't grow. You can't grow without each other. You can't grow without each other. It's unbiblical. Can I give you a say? You can't grow without your brothers and sisters. You won't mature without your brothers and sisters. It's unscriptural. We need each other. Pastor is ongemakkelijk. Well, Paulus sê, ek, ek tel alles nonsens, net so lang ek kan groeien om. Is jylle oké? Okay? Kom ons swaai na na jou persoonlijke journey toe. Weer eens, dis in die lichaamtaal gepraat, maar kom ons vat het persoonlijk. Your journey, regardless of where you are at the moment, I want to ask you to make a turnaround today. Before the new term, I want you to make a turnaround. I'm not saying to get saved. We all hide behind that. 
ek is wedergebore, dis cool, maar groei jy, maak het sin, broer, groei jy, ek het Jesus aangeneem, kruid, maar groei jy, en ons het net een paar tips gegeven van groei, ek weet nie wie jy is, in jou privaat wereld, en die denken wat jy alleen is, weet ek nie wat dink jy nie, Al wat jy leen is, weet ek nie wat acties jy doen nie. Maar ek kan vir jou sê, jy kan stop en draai, dat ons weer begin groei. Can you put the next verse? This is, this is corporate, but it's going to go personal for the beginning. Revelations 2 verse 4 and 5. Again, he's t- Jesus, it's Jesus talking to the church. It's not individual. You can take it individual, but he's talking to the church. And this scares me as harder. <laughs> of jy van my hou of nie, dit maak my bang as harder. Want as Jesus my die vraag vraag, wat moet ek sê, Tibi? Wat moet ons sê, as leiders? As die Heere Jesus sê, hoekom het jylle koud geword met jylle eerste liefde? Dis ons ding. Daarom moet ons mekaar bemoedig. Stay connected, grow. <coughs> he says, but I have this against you. He says, I have this against you. Can Jesus have anything against us? Well, if your teaching says no, you better re-look at the Bible. Because that was written for the church. I'm being serious. He doesn't say I hate you. He says I have this against you. He doesn't hate you. He loves you. His whole heart. But he says, you know what? I have this against you. Because I see you not growing anymore. I see there's been a, what's a state, stater met jou groei. Jou groei het gestate. Of hoe sê in Afrikaans? Stagneer. Sorry. He says, your growth has stopped. I have this against you, church. Yes, but I'm righteous and I'm this and I'm... Yeah, I know. But, but your growth has stopped. He says, I have this against you. You've abandoned the love you had at first. You've given up. You've abandoned. That word means... In the original, you've divorced yourself from your first love. That love you had at first, you've cut yourself loose through disappointment, hurt, pain. Doesn't matter what. He says, and I have this against you. Why does he say I have it against you? Because the longer that you leave your love, the less you're going to grow and the less the world will see we Christians. You cannot see we Christians if there's no love. He says, you have abandoned the love you had at first. Remember then how far you have fallen. Repent and do the works that you did at first. What works did you do when you first came to Christ? You loved the Lord. You prayed. You read Bible. You'd visit with people. You were committed. You do all of these things. It was a thing of love for God. It was bubbling out of your heart. I love you, Lord. I'll go to any lengths for you. And he says, I have this against you. 
You've cut out that first love. You've stopped. He says, otherwise I will come and remove your lampstand from its place unless you repent. Doesn't mean he's going to wipe you out and go to hell. He says, the purpose of your planting will not be fulfilled. It cannot be fulfilled if you have no first love. And if you love him, you love each other. But if you cut that out, there's nothing really left for you to do. When the, when the church loves God no longer and the church loves each other no longer, the church has no purpose. Then it's a nice gathering with aircons and nice tiles and a nice chairs and nice gray carpets. And that's where it ends. If the church doesn't love God with our whole heart, first love, and I love each other, and then go as this witness, we're wasting our time as a church. And God says, I want you to have a look, church, at that mark. Are you growing? But I want you as an individual to look, because individuals make the church. Can you lift that mark in the last six months or the year? Are you growing? Yeah, I get the curses of two gedoen. Nee, ek vraag nie of jy curses of twee gedoen het nie. Het jou liefde toegeneem vir God? Het jou liefde, het jy gegroei in Christus? Het jy gegroei in liefde vir mekaar? Dit wat jy, in die verlede kon ek hierdie ouwe amper nie eens groet nie, is een voorbeeld hoor. Ek, en nou kan ek omgroet. Nou het ek genuine liefde. Ek sê, hey, gaan met jou. Is jy ok? Tell me bykie. Seen vir jou man. Love for your people at work. Are you growing? Hier is a voorrecht, ouwens. Next scripture. It's your journey. We talk about your journey. <coughs> this scripture always touches me. 1 Peter 2, verse the New American Standard Bible. This is where you've got to get back to. You've, you say, Lord, sorry, I've, I've, I've gone low. 1 Peter 2 verse 2 says, and he's again, it's talking church talk, but now you can take it individual. He says, like newborn babies. Ek wil hee, jylle moet die sin oopbreek, saam met my, is het recht, is amper klaar, gaan ons heerlik sing. Like newborn babies. Say with my like. He didn't say, because you're a newborn baby. I want you to read this, this sin carefully. I say nie, omdat jy a babaikie is, moet jy die melk van die woord begeer. Nee, I say, soos a nietgebore baba. Begeer. Die, die verfeinste, wat noem dit in Afrikaans? Like newborn babies, long or crave the pure milk of the word. He didn't say, because you're a newborn baby. A newborn baby craves the milk of the word. And he says, now you, you, you think you mature. You, who think you don't have to love the word and the milk of the word anymore. Stop it. He says, become like a child. And start to crave that pure unadulterated milk of the word again. Why? I'm growing. I'm doing deep things. I cry boeken van oral and types. And I hear opinions from a million people. God says, become like a newborn baby and start to crave that pure 
milk of the word again. Because without that, you will never grow in respect to your salvation. My friends, you cannot grow. You'll never get a mark from God unless you're starting like a child to crave that pure milk of the word in its essence and basic purity. And you read it, feed it, eat it, and it builds your spirit. Six months' time, you will see the mark has lifted. You see, I'm not your judge. I have to look after my own life. Maar ek wil vir julle vraag, saam met my. I'll ask you in English, nice, in English. Will you become like a newborn baby? Ach, pastoor, dit is kinderachtig. It's okay. Will you become like a newborn baby again? And start to crave the unadulterated, pure milk of the word? So that you can grow up in your salvation? That we can grow again? Sometimes we grow with the word, we get born again. Ek sien die ouwens, hulle kom terug van die kampe en oorhal, en baie soos Piet en Poelale en uh, Rian en klom mense sy levens en vanhoud by die kamp. En na eerste paar maande verorber hulle die melk van die woord en dan skielik word ons matuur en dan begin ons die woord los. En ons word slim met ander goed. En net daar stop die merkie. Because your growth can't come without the word. <laughs> It's that pure milk of the word in its simplicity that you come feed from God. And as you open up that word and God feeds your spirit and God God feeds you and says, love your enemy. Pray for those who persecute you and you do it. Not some commentary that tells you who and not and when and when you shouldn't. and ah, Basics. And you can grow again in your salvation in respect and that mark starts to lift again. We close off. Music team, if you can come forward. I wonder if we can end off just with that Swiss heart. <coughs> I'm going to just finish off with the last scripture. This touched me with a testimony, and we'll finish off with a song. He said, Pastor, it's baie skrifies vandag, it's nie so baie, 7 of 8. Maar hoor wat sê hierdie laaste skrif, het praat van groei, en hierdie het my baie geraak, baie. Hoe sê hulle, hou jou stoel vast, hier kom hy, 2 Petrus 3, 2 Peter 3 vers 17 and 18. Sorry, not 17, 7, 1, 8. 17 and 18. I want you to look at that verse. I want you to take this verse that is written for you. And I'll explain the verse. This is Jesus, through the Holy Spirit, writing to you, the church. Is that a deal? Personal. Now it's a personal letter to you. Write to you. He says, therefore, dear friends... Since you know this in advance, be on your guard. Wees op jylle hoede. Is dit recht Afrikaans? Wees op jylle hoede. Is mooi, hè? Nie hoedens nie. Wees op jylle hoede. Therefore, dear friends, since you know this in advance, be on your guard that you are not led away 
by the error of lawless people and fall from your own stability. How powerful is that? Listen, man, don't be led astray and fall from your own stability in the Lord. Markinson. He says, do not be led away by the error of lawless people and fall from your own stability. But now, look what he says. But grow, grow, grow. That means expand, advance, mature. But grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. And then he says, to him be the glory both now and to the day of eternity. But I'm going to just break two things open. But grow in the grace. Grace has got two meanings. Grace, genade, twee betekenisse. Die ene is, jou onverdiende gins. Ons ken allemaal dit, nee. That's grace. But in the original, in the Greek, grace is used with two meanings. One is, the undeserved favor of God. Alright? Unmerited, you don't work for that, that's grace. And the other is, God's divine influence on my heart. It's a fact. Grace is God's divine, that supernatural influence. Like when you got saved, it wasn't your works. You're saved by grace. It's a double barrel. You're saved by his undeserved favor, but you're also saved because he put a divine influence on your heart to accept Jesus. But does that make sense? You started with the grace of God. Now you must journey in the grace of God. Vernieuwingse probleem is al het genade net gevat en in een blokje gesit van gins. Ek gaan nou groei, die Heere gaan net goed vir my doen en goed vir my gee. Genade het twee betekenisse. Die een betekenis is een boonatierlijke invloed op my hart. Dit het jou tot wedergebore gebring. Godse geest het beinvloed vir jou gesê, hy het jou oor oopgemaak van jou behoefte aan God. Jy is verloore siel. En God sê, net soos ek jou beinvloed tot redding, wil ek jou beinvloed tot groei. Wanneer laas het jy gebeweeg as christen volgens een invloed op jou hart? Kan ek het makkelijk sê, wanneer laas is jy beweeg, nie dier een boek of een tijdskrif, maar dier een beweging in die hart van God? Niks fout met die ander goed nie, maar wanneer laas is jy beweeg dier God self? When last have you had grace working on you? Working in you? I don't want to miss a point. I want to tell you what is knowledge. Grow in the grace and knowledge. Listen to this knowledge. I love this. In the original, he says, grow in the grace which is divine influence on your heart and grow in the knowledge. It is 100% experiential knowledge. It's knowledge, listen to this, that has been gleaned. This is straight from the concordance. This is knowledge that has been gleaned from a first-hand experience. It's a knowledge that has moved. Catch this. It's a knowledge that's moved from theory to practice. 
Dit is een kennis wat skuif van theorie na werkelijkheid. Hij sê, die invloed op je hart en die kennis wat bezig is om te veranderen, uit net theorie na werkelijkheid. Dit zal je laten groeien. En Jezus Christus, ons Jere, en alle eer tot om, tot in die eeuwigheid, sê hy. Grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. When you read something and it becomes knowledge, it's only theory knowledge. Let it be applicable knowledge, then you'll grow. When God prompts you with something, be obedient. Ek, ek sluit af, ek droom. Sy naam is nie, nie uh, is nie belangrijk nie. Ek droom nie aan die aand, van een broer wat vier jaar uit die bediening is. Baie seer gekry in die bediening, baie verwaard. Ek het niks te doen, ek bel om nie, ek gesels nie met om nie, niks. Ek het geen, ons het nie gepraat oor om nie. Ek weet nie hoekom, maar die aand droom ek oor om. En ek droom ek en hy rij in een voertuig, en ek weet al, voertuig as jy dit droom is bediening of calling, En, ons, en ek, hy bestuur, ek rei saam met hom, en die kar gaan van die pad af, en hy stamp onder, en ek sê vir hom, probeer recht uit, uitrui, hy sê, ek kan nie, hy gaan moet uitreverse, om hier uit te kom, uit die gemors, en hy reverse, en hy reverse, en verachties, hy krij die kar, niks gerol of stamp, hy het afgeglei, af die pad, en is modder en alles, en hy reverse, en hy reverse, tot hy weer op die pad kom, toe hy op die pad kom, hou hy aan met reverse, na sy sy doel toe. En ons rij achteruit en ek sê vir hom, my broer, jy kan stop, draai om, die pad is kleer, jy kan normaalweg weer rij. Ok? En hy stop en hy draai en hy rij weer normaal en ek is weer met hom in die kar. Ek los het vir een dag, a day after that, ek bel hom, ek sê, broer, ek wil net vir jou sê, sorry, ek het baie lang laas gesels met jou, maar ek het een droom oor jou gehad. Ek sê vir hom, ek vertel hom die droom. En hy begin huil en hy sê, hy kan nie met my praat op die foon, hy sal my voice, ach hy sal my sms stuur. Hy sê, twee weke terug, was die eerste keer weer, wat een gemeente my gevraad om te bedien. Ek begin weer met die selgroep, en ek gaan weer muziekspanne begin vorm. You see, I had a divine influence in my heart, when I woke up that said, just bless him and encourage him. Because he slipped off and his ministry fell apart. And now he was so careful, he'll just want to keep it in reverse. God said, it's okay, you can turn and go for it. And he turned. And I phoned him. I knew nothing about his preaching self. I asked my wife. I knew nothing about that stuff. That's a small example of divine influence. I'm not trying to play some game with harvest and things. Gave werk, gave van God, kom en werk dier jou, en is akkuraat, hoekom, want ek het een liefdesverhouding met God, en op die rechte tyd, gaan die Heere dier jou werk. Ons gaan klaarmaak om te sing, like a dear panteth for the water. As we sing this song, don't you want to say, Lord, show me your grace in a new way. Show me the grace of your influence on my heart. And help me that my knowledge will shift from theory to practice. So that I can grow in Christ. And that the world will see that I'm your child. Father, we thank you for the word. And so we end off this morning.
May you be praised. May you be glorified. Lord Jesus, may all the honor go to you. You are the head of the church. We the body, but we understand that it's only through your influence, through us, that we can grow and to each other that we can grow. And so, Lord, we honor you. May the Holy Spirit be the one who speaks this word in, in, in our homes and in our hearts. Carry this word, Lord, to your glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, my brother.